This podcast is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. Save $10, plus get free shipping at balance7.com when you put in code Howie. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. What makes you think that Hamas would comply with a longer-term ceasefire? It's not clear to me from the reporting um, who was to blame for... Now, neither side is willing to come back to the table. And I think it's important to remember, George, how this fell apart. It fell apart because Hamas... Well, well, well. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Able to find a nexus between any of the allegations of Hunter Biden and the president, uh, Joe Biden, or even when he was vice president, Joe Biden. There's no nexus. There's no there there. This one was invented by a writer. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. And by the way, with other movies and movies, she's earned the Golden Globe and a primetime enemy. Enemy. That's me. He said it! He said it! Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. Howie has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm Taylor Cormier, filling in for Howie Carr today. Uh, Protests still going on in New York City. They call them pro-Palestinian protesters. I call them pro-Hamas protesters. And they're now headed into the headed towards the Williamsburg Bridge in New York it's New York City chanting shut it down. Williamsburg is the one of the highest percentages of orthodox Jews of any neighborhood in the country according to David Marcus on Twitter. Uh Blue Box Dave if you want to follow him. It's absolutely disgusting that this stuff is still going on and only seems to be growing. We'll talk more about that later. I also wanted to mention John Fetterman. I don't know what's going on with him, but I think a lot of us here find ourselves agreeing with him more often of late. And that's extremely surprising and perplexing to us. I mean, you just heard him last hour. We played uh, kind of a practical joke he, he pulled on Bob Menendez, Bob Goldbar Menendez. Uh he got George Santos to record a video at $200. I wonder if he expensed that to his office, <laughs> Fetterman. But, and uh, George Santos basically told uh, Bob Menendez to hang in there, buddy. You're, you're doing fine. You're, you're completely above the board. But over the weekend, John Fetterman was, was talking about uh, Bob Menendez and how he needs to go. Uh, saying that what he did is much more egregious than anything George Santos did. Because, well, let's have uh, Senator Fetterman explain it from Pennsylvania. Cut 20. And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know. Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion? Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague 
in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And, you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost, you know, funny. And, like, you know, he, you know, landed on the moon and got kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, I, I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the house, you know, someone like that. That's that's pretty funny. I I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe you know what it is. He probably has kind of a right leaning speech therapist that's kind of indoctrinating him as he's going through his recovery process. And he sounds a lot better, by the way. He was completely, almost completely lucid and, and fluent during that interview. So. Glad he's on the right side of history on on this matter. Time now for the chump line. Looking for the perfect Christmas gift? Then you need Taylor Sing Sinatra. James Taylor, that is. <laughs> All of Frank's biggest songs channeled through the voice of a generation. Each copy comes with a carbon credit signed by James Taylor and John Kerry. <laughs> Order today. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's there've been a lot of people who have done that though. Um I've got a, a Willie Nelson album where he does a lot of Sinatra covers. Bob Dylan recently came out with one. Horrible, awful, terrible stuff. Taking a page from McDonald's, Joe Biden has a seven-year plan to improve Salisbury steak and tapioca. Those are things that could use improvement, so I'm not I'm not really opposed. That's one policy I'll I'll side with him on. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by ReadyWise. Global unrest is battering the food supply chain and the energy market. It's incumbent on you to be prepared. Go Get, re- get ready with ReadyWise. Go to ReadyWise.com and use code HOWIE20 to get 20% off your next purchase. So the new Godzilla movie released over the weekend, yet despite featuring a lead who is of a underrepresented minority of atomic-powered lizards of color, they don't seem to be celebrating it very much in Hollywood. Seems like a clear case of kaiju-phobia. Interesting point. All right, so here, and Jared, have you seen any of the trailers for the... I've seen the trailers, Okay, yeah. so there are two Godzilla movies coming out. One is released by Toho, the original production company in Japan for the Godzilla franchise. And it's gotten like the best reviews of any Godzilla movie ever. I've got to see this one. The other one is Godzilla X-Kong, or I guess Godzilla and King Kong. This is the marvelized King Kong and Godzilla of Hollywood. And Godzilla in this one, is he's got pink flames and pink spikes on his back they've made godzilla gay for the american movie what gayzilla gayzilla (laughs) 
Gayzilla coming to a theater near you. Recent images of Kim Jong-un show that he's gained a lot of weight. He's almost as fat as Chris Christie, but not really. I haven't seen those. I'll have to look them up. He was supposed to be getting better. I mean, he took like this hiatus where nobody had seen him for quite some time. I guess he had a health scare, it was reported. And then he started to slim down a little bit. You know, a lot of that probably was Trump-inspired. He took a hard look at himself and says... Boy, I'm really am that that big, you know. So he slimmed down, and then uh, Biden got in. He got lax. The diet was no more. <laughs> like Bidenomics, Chris Crispy grows from the middle out and the bottom up. <laughs> it's not nice. Chris Christie says Donald Trump acts like someone who wants to be a dictator. I say Krispy Kreme acts like someone who's perpetually angry. Can I get me a Snickers here? So here's what's happening. I have a rule with Matt, the associate producer, and I I need to remind him of his his status and stature here at the Howie Carr Show. I limit Matt. He cuts up up the chump line to one Chris Christie joke per chump line because they're all fat jokes and that tires out pretty quickly Matt thinks it's cute because he's in Florida and can get away with uh, not being here to put in as many Chris Christie jokes as possible I'm on to you Matt I'd much rather be a primetime enemy than a public enema no <laughs> We'll play that cut. Uh, It's in the intro, but we'll play it later. Uh, Joe Biden was introducing Queen Latifah, somebody he's never heard of before, and said she had won a public enemy or something of that name, primetime enemy. Can you believe the brain trust that we sent over to that climate conference? Live shot Kerry, cackling commie? I guess the romper room kids couldn't go. Just the usual cast of characters calling for change in the world while taking private jets over there and using much more carbon in one trip than you and I could think of using in a lifetime. You remember, I just heard that uh, George Santos got uh, thrown out of Congress. I remember, considering they didn't lift a finger when I uh, killed some girl, I remember he must have done something really bad. Well, he didn't. I, what was what do we? What would you say, Jared? Was George Santos's most egregious lie? I mean, the worst one was, and we still don't have necessarily His the grandparents details. survived the Holocaust. Yeah, the uh, when I said I was Jewish, I meant I was Jewish. Like that's hilarious. It's funny, but I mean that claiming you know Holocaust survivor status is, when you don't have it is pretty pretty. Low. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. Yeah, it's tough to explain that one. Yeah. Still shouldn't have been kicked out. But. No, absolutely not. It's People have, have claimed that they've been uh, members of disenfranchised groups of people that, you know, had genocides uh, performed against them, like uh, Elizabeth Warren. The White House said Joe Biden will attend 
this weekend's Army-Navy soccer game. <laughs> is the Army-Navy football game this weekend at Gillette? I believe it was still being held at Gillette Stadium. And Trump usually goes to those. So I wonder if we'll see Trump Force One touchdown at Logan. Ooh. Yeah, it's this Saturday, uh, 3 p.m. I'm going to be in the airport Sunday. I'm off next week, taking a trip. Maybe I'll run into Trump at the airport. That'd be pretty cool. You could do your impression for him. Excuse me. Excuse me. I got to get on this plane. Doug Burgum suspended his presidential bid, which begs the question, who the hell is Doug Burgum? <laughs> I saw him in that first debate, and that was the last I saw of him. I heard he, he did a lot of radio ads, but uh, governor of North Dakota, pretty, pretty lonesome job. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That was the chump line, the voice message system of the Howie Carr Show. Leave a message anytime during normal business hours during the week. 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line and leave your message. We may or may not play your message at this time each weekday. And if you missed the chump line for whatever reason or you want to hear more messages, check out Chopped Chumps. That's our second chump line of the day podcast uh, only. Get it wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Today's chump line brought to you by ReadyWise. Global unrest is battering the food supply chain and the energy markets. It's incumbent on you to be prepared. Get ready with ReadyWise. Go to ReadyWise.com and use code Howie20 to get 20% off your next purchase. The White House said Joe Biden will attend this weekend's Army-Navy soccer game. You know why the rules are very simple. That's, that's why Joe can understand soccer. The rules are very, very easy to follow along. With the current economy, tensions in the Middle East, and a great deal of uncertainty, to say we've not experienced times like these is an understatement. But now is not the time to forget our fallen heroes. Despite what's happening around us each and every day, we still have so many reasons to be a grateful nation. And in large part, we have our military and our veterans to thank for our liberty, liberties and freedoms. National Wreaths Across America Day is Saturday, December 16th. You can join in the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve, and teach younger generations the value of their freedoms. A $17 donation to Wreaths Across America sponsors a fresh handmade balsam wreath from Maine with a single red bow. The veterans' wreaths have become a gift of America's respect. The circular wreath made with 10 balsam bouquets is a catalyst for unity, healing, and an expression of gratitude. Join the more than 2 million volunteers and supporters who will gather to remember, honor, and teach at more than 4,000 participating locations in all 50 states, at sea, and abroad. Please sponsor a Veterans Wreath today and show your appreciation for our veterans. Go to wreathsacrossamerica.org. That's wreathsacrossamerica.org. Please donate now. This is the Howie Carr Show. Howie will be right back after this short break. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 
Howie loves my pillows products. He sleeps with their pillows. He wears their slippers. He dries off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com from pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza dream sheets. Go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com. Have you ever lied on a college application or job resume? Yes, I have. I'll tell the story in the six. It's not much of a story, but I'll tell you what the lie was in the six o'clock hour. Uh, just 11% say they have. 89% say they cannot tell a lie. They are the George Washingtons of ethics. I, I don't believe them at all. They should all be expelled from Congress if they're all Congress people. That's that's how confident I am that these are liars. 844-500-4242. So I mentioned earlier at the start of the hour that uh, these pro-Hamas protesters, they're marching into uh, the Williamsburg neighborhood of, of New York City, and they are targeting. There's no, I have not seen any video of, of any attacks or anything, but they're bringing this protest, this free Palestine protest to one of the most orthodox Jewish neighborhoods in the country. And that's by design. That's that's not any accident. And there this is just um this is amazing that this is this kind of stuff is still going on. I mean these are all people that they're super left, they're LGBTQ plus or they're allies. They were on the Me Too movement these believe all women people all of all of any any uh anything that they could subscribe to any super a super idealistic notion this this cause anything that they could take up arms for in a figurative sense because they couldn't carry them if they wanted to they went and carried water for whatever that cause was now the cause is hamas or as they say palestine but these, what these people fail to understand is that Hamas is a terrorist organization. I don't know how many times we have to repeat it. This is what uh, the State Department spokesman Matthew Miller said today. You know, the ceasefire ended when Hamas started firing rockets again into Israel, and they stopped releasing hostage, hostages because these hostages were starting to talk about the terrors and horrors that they experienced and witnessed as they were taken into Hamas custody. Here's Matthew Miller today, the State Department spokesman, saying why Hamas has stopped releasing hostages. Go ahead. All the atrocities that Hamas uh, carried out on October 7th and the atrocities that they have carried uh, out since, the fact that they continue to hold women hostages, the fact that they continue to hold children hostages, the fact that it seems one of the reasons they don't want to turn women over that they've been holding hostage and the reason this pause fell apart is they don't want those women to be able to talk about what happened to them during their time in custody um certainly they don't want those women to talk about what happened to them during their time in custody during their the time they were taken hostage they were being held hostage not custody custody has uh, an expectation of some reasonable treatment when you're in custody they were hostages these were you've you've seen the videos and how soon these people forget of of female bodies being dragged back into the Gaza Strip. 
People have been raped and mutilated. And all these Me Too supporters, back a few years ago, they're now marching for Hamas. They've completely forgotten that. It's sickening. We'll be back. This is the Howie Carr Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show. Howie has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm Taylor Cormier, his executive producer and as executive producer, one of my duties is to sit through the all of the Biden speeches that take place, or most of them, and when I'm feeling like Matt needs some punishment for including too many Chris Christie jokes on the chump line, I make him sit and watch the Biden speeches. But the, over the weekend, he hosted the Kennedy Center honorees, which I... I Again, I feel is is weird, but I, I guess it's the perk of the the president. You get to meet these people, bring them to the White House, give them the tour, and say that you you shook hands with them. Um, movie, uh, my fellow Americans, Jack Lemmon and James Garner. They play ex presidents that are being targeted by the deep state, and this was late nineties, so it was pretty prescient then as it is now. And they uh, they were talking. One was Democrat, one was Republican, of course, because you needed that oddball kind of humor. And they were exchanging, you know, who was who was at the big, biggest kick that they ever met. And one said Joe DiMaggio, and the other said, uh, I think Ella Fitzgerald. But you know, that's one of the perks of being the president. You get to meet anybody you really want to. In in today's day and age. So Joe Biden had these Kennedy Center honorees. Let me set the stage for you. There was Billy Crystal. There was some opera singer I've never heard of. I'm sure she's great, but I've never listened to her. There was Queen Latifah. There was Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. And there was Dionne Warwick. So some giants of their craft sitting there to Joe Biden's right. Now, Joe Biden, he gets up and he looks as old and decrepit as he's ever looked. I mean, the man looks emaciated. He is a walking skeleton at this point. And I think he's given up trying to make his hair look like it's there anymore because that bald spot that's on the back of his head has only gotten bigger and that that comb over isn't going anywhere. It's not doing anything for him. But he was just as you know, spry and youthful as ever, which is sarcasm. Here he is explaining why the Kennedy Awards are named the Kennedy Awards. Cut one. It's a wonderful tradition at the White House to recognize the president, Mrs. Kennedy's love of the arts and the culture in America. Love that endures 60 years after his death. Tragically, uh, anniversary was marked last month. Tragically, 60 years after his death, tragically, uh, anniversary was marked last month. Or is it Jurassically? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. So, Biden, of course, he's a big Billy Crystal fan. Uh, this is how he gave him 
his introduction. Cut two. In New York City, you can walk a few blocks and you can circle the earth in just a few blocks. Eight million people of every background and most, uh, the most alive city probably in America. And that's just one guy who makes everyone stop and laugh. Billy Crystal. What? That's just <laughs> one guy? There's eight million people. And that's just one man. And he makes all those eight million people that he is stop and laugh. Not a joke. So Joe is obviously intimately familiar with Billy Crystal's volume of work. Cut three. And he became America's most celebrated comedians, actor, and writer on screen and on stage. And he played, he played every form, in everyone's form. The Miracle Man. <laughs> And the princess for the princess bride. Oh, I tell you. He's never, Joe has never seen the princess bride. Liar! Liar! Wasn't it Miracle Max was his name? It wasn't Miracle Man. It was Miracle Max. That was Billy Crystal's character. And I wouldn't say that's his most iconic role that he's ever played. That was just one that he had, that was like three minutes in the movie. And. The makeup job on him was so great that you couldn't tell it was Billy Crystal. You had to see the credits to find out who that was. That's why it was such a famous role. Um, But he's had other roles as well that you'd recognize him from. Cut four. The one that really fascinated me was the therapist for a mobster. And City Slicker, which I told him I just looked at again today. A moth mobster? Is that like a rock lobster? The one that really fascinated me was the therapist for a moth mobster. A moth mobster. That's exactly what he said. Which, I love those movies. Analyze This and Analyze That. Kind of a hacky sequel, but Analyze This was a pretty good movie. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what The Sopranos was based on. That that whole premise of a mobster seeing a, a therapist, a psychoanalyst. It was a funny movie. Robert De Niro, Billy Crystal, both pretty fairly big liberals, but it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good film. Biden, as, as much as he loves Billy Crystal's work, is an even bigger fan of the Bee Gees, so much so that he has the utmost respect for the, the group's namesake, Barry Gibb, a BG himself, and he calls him by a different name, though. It's a little strange. Cut five. The brothers bound made it all seem effortless and almost magical. They described it as, quote, we'll be walking down the street together and we'll simultaneously begin to sing the same song in the same key. God love you, Billy. I tell you, that's incredible. Billy. God love you, Billy. Billy Gibb. Was he thinking of Billy Gibbons? Is that that, ZZ Top? Is that who that is? No, that's Frank Gibbons, isn't it? No, there was a Billy Gibbons. There was a Billy. Oh, he died recently, right? Uh, Billy Gibb was a Scottish fashion designer in the sixties <laughs> and seventies. Just in case anybody's wondering, yeah, from some town in the UK. I can't. A little, little before the Bee Gees time. Uh, he's also an expert on hip hop. In fact, Joe Biden. You did not know this, but Joe Biden helped found. He, if you look into the annals of hip hop history, Joe Biden is at the center, and he tells you himself. Cut six. Over the past 50 years, hip-hop has become as unstoppable force in America and around, not just America, but around the world. 
Before I traveled from the Bronx to change the culture forever, before they did, it caught the ear of a, a child from Newark, New Jersey. Before I left the Bronx to change the culture of the world forever. I wonder why he had a giant clock around him when he gave Robert Bird's <laughs> eulogy. <laughs> a la Flava Flav. Yeah, he's, uh, well, I mean, he's grown up in coal mines. He's grown up in Hispanic neighborhoods. He grew up in the black church. He grew up in the Jewish synagogues. He might as well have started the hip-hop movement, too. And here he is giving Queen Latifah her next album name, Cut 7. And by the way, with other movies and movies, she's earned a Golden Globe and a primetime enemy. Enemy. (laughs) That's me. Primetime Emmy. That's such a great... You can't not use that for your your album name now. Queen Latifah, you've got to do that. Primetime Enemy. That's, uh, it's not quite the level of Let's Go Brandon, but it's, that's a good name for an album, especially now that it has some truth and there's an origin story now. And he also mentioned his alma mater, Cut Nine. But, at a, but as a point of privilege, uh, personal privilege, I'd like to thank there's a, a second place uh, for an honorary degree she received in 2011 from... Delaware State University, my HBCU. Delaware State University, my HBCU. He's claimed that he's gone to Delaware State several times before, so why not make it his historic black college and or university? Great, great singer, started in the 60s, rose to uh, fame very early on in her career, and has stayed on top for a long time. Cut 10. Scripture tells us God gives us each gifts. And thank the Lord God gave the gift to us of Diane Warwick. (laughs) Love Diane Warwick. She's fantastic. Uh, I've got so many Diane Warwick albums at home. It's Dionne Warwick. What were some of her great, great songs, Joe? Cut 11. Iconic melodies, verses, and albums, love songs, and anthems. It includes, I say a little prayer. Do you know the way to San Jose? <laughs> no, it's Hunter asks, do you know the way to Ho? <laughs> Joe. <laughs> do you know the way to San Jose? <laughs> Joe asks for directions geographically. Hunter asks for directions based on their um, level of expertise in the world's oldest, uh, the oldest uh, form of employment, the oldest uh, tradition. Now, Dionne Warwick and a few other singers, the oldest profession, I should say, Dionne Warwick and uh, you know some of these other singers like Stevie Wonder, they were around during a time where there was this uh, this disease that was plaguing a certain community in the United States. And they decided that they were going to fundraise for these people that were afflicted by these illnesses. Joe, could you tell us what those illnesses were? Cut 12. For example, as the HIV AIDS epidemic raged in the 80s, she asked fellow artists to create music to help save lives and break stigmas. The HAV AIDS epidemic. Missed it by that much. Let's hear that one, just the beginning of it, one more time. For example, 
Is the HIV-AIDS epidemic raised in the 80s? The HIV-AIDS epidemic. Good Lord. Do you believe that Joe Biden has ever seen Princess Bride, City Slickers, or Analyze This? I'll believe Analyze This. Joe's a wannabe mafia kind of guy, I think, in the sense that he's he's got his own racketeering organization. But I don't think he's seen City Slickers I haven't seen it in ages, but I've seen The Princess Bride. I've seen Analyze This and Analyze That. I've seen City Slickers. I've heard Do You Know the Way to San Jose? And I've heard uh, I Say a Little Prayer. I don't know Joe's ever heard those songs. I won't lie and tell you that I've heard any Queen Latifah song. I could not point out a Queen Latifah song to you. But then again, I never went to Delaware State like Joe did. Joe sang those uh, Diane Warwick songs when he was marching for civil rights. That's Probably very true. Yeah, Diane Warwick was arm in arm with uh, Marvin Luther King. Cross the Edmund Peters Bridge. Yeah. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Our friends at Eden Pure, they've got a great special going for us: the Gen Forty heater. It's a, a terrific heater. It's it's one of their best sellers. They often uh, run out of stock for this heater. But they are offering you $50 off the Gen 40 heater. It can help you reduce your heating bills. It's that time of year where, you know, you've probably already turned on the uh, the furnace uh, for, for your, your heat. Your, if you've got radiators still or if you've got whatever other type of heat, baseboard heating, whatever it might be. But you've probably already turned it on, as uh, we have in the uh, Cormier household, begrudgingly. But you know, I've got kids. I've got to turn it on. But I also have an Eden Pure heater in our bedroom because you don't want to have to heat every single room of the house with expensive oil. So we use a much more affordable means, and that's the Eden Pure heater. And now they're offering the Gen 40 heater with $50 off using code HOWIE50. The Gen 40 heater combines infrared and convective heat to warm a room and warms you to the bones. The heater is completely safe around kids and pets with no exposed elements. Not only do we love the Gen 40 heater, but the listeners do as well. One wrote in saying, I used this heater to heat my garage while working on my car. It did a great job heating my garage at a comfortable range. Another excellent product by Eden Pure. I've also used the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater in my garage. I was, uh, I think, two years ago, staining doors in the middle of winter. Don't ask me why, but I used the Eden Pure heater to heat up the garage and make sure that uh, the wood would take the the stain appropriately. Right now, you can save $50 with code HOWIE50 at EdenPureDeals.com. Last year, Eden Pure sold out of their Gen 40 heater, so you need to order early while supplies last. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in code HOWIE50. Save today and be prepared for the cold temps. That's EdenPureDeals.com, code word HOWIE50. Shipping is free. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is The Howie Car Show. Listen to The Howie Car Show from anywhere. You can't. What sorcery is this? Go to HowieCarshow.com and click listen to start streaming Howie live in crystal clear high definition. I'm whispering right in your ear. Buzz, 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 buzz. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. Oh, stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. I love, I love yeah, Frasier. 
one of my favorite shows, the the most successful spinoff of Cheers. Um, just a fantastic premise. Kelsey Grammer is superb and has been. Uh, the reboot is terrible. Don't check it out. It's awful. But Kelsey Grammer is in hot water now because it. I don't think it's been a secret that he's very conservative and he's been an open Trump supporter in the past, but he was on a press junket for the new Frasier reboot. Yes, they rebooted Frasier. It's now set in Boston and it's filled with terrible Boston jokes, terrible Boston accents, uh, regional references to things that are complete, uh, just, it's it's just god awful. It's not funny. It's not the same show. There's no David Hyde Pierce, Niles. There's no um, what was his uh, wife's name? Uh, well, Lilith, Lilith, Lilith is back. Uh, but anyway, Fraser Kelsey Grammer was on a BBC radio show over the weekend, I suppose, and he was doing this this press junket. And he was asked about his support for Donald Trump. Cut 17. I got to ask you about politics before we finish. You mentioned Roseanne early on, (laughs) who had a great comeback, but also was a Trump supporter. You were, at least you were a Trump supporter. I'm fascinated to know if you you still are. I am. And uh, I'll let that be the end of it. (laughs) <laughs> that was the end of it. Though I have to say, actually, Kelsey Grammer himself was perfectly happy to go on talking about it. The Paramount Plus PR people, less happy. Yes. they. Uh, I guess he, he had kind of like a Joe Biden basement call set up where he had his PR people behind the camera or something. And they, they kind of said, no, don't do it. Cut. And he, he said, I am. And I'll let that be the end of it. But he's he's been an open Trump supporter before. But he is getting a lot of pushback now because he has come out again, I suppose, and said that he does support the president of the United States, the former president of the United States. Uh, he said before on PBS in 2019, he said, I'm not aware of taking a hit for it, but now certainly passions run high. Certainly has touched on an extraordinarily passionate response. He told that to Christiane Amanpour about the former president. Uh, I, I I love Kelsey Grammer. He was I mean, any role he touches, it's it's pretty good. Sideshow Bob, I know Jared is familiar with uh, the the clown in uh, The Simpsons, the deranged clown. But uh, he's maybe he's just trying to sink his new show because he sees how terrible it is. Have you seen any of the the new Frasier? I have not. No, I've seen I've seen bits online and, and the previews. It, yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah, yeah I, I had I had not high hopes for it, but I had. I, was, I'm I had curious. low hopes for it. Yeah. I had low hopes for it, and it's just completely vanilla characters. Nobody has any edge to them whatsoever. It's it's very bad. But if you want to check it out, go ahead. I like how they redid the intro. They used to do it. They had a drawing of the skyline of Seattle, and now it's the skyline of Boston, which is pretty cool. But that's that's the only cool thing about it. Next hour, we're going to talk about uh, the poll question a little bit. If you have lied on a resume or a job application or a uh, college application to get uh, the desired result, let us know. 844-500-4242. I've done it. I'll tell you what I did. Howie's not going to be happy about it. I'll tell you that right now. We'll be back. This is the Howie Car Show. Frazier has left.